Welcome to the Millionaire Secrets Podcast, where the most successful people in the world share their secrets to help you create the awesome life you desire. And welcome back to another episode of Millionaire Secrets. Excited you're here. If you're listening on podcast, I appreciate you tuning in with your ears. And if you're watching on YouTube, I appreciate you tuning in with your ears and eyeballs. I am uh, joined from home by uh, Thomas McMahon, who's uh, with ClickBank. You're at home, right, Thomas? Yeah, no, this is okay. not my office, yeah. <laughs> that, would be a, that would be a very cozy looking office setup if that was an office. Um, anyway, Thomas is with ClickBank, and I'll just briefly share that when I, uh, back in 2008, when I was a broke, desperate, struggling piano player who was way over, in over his head in debt, and I turned to the internet to try to regain some semblance of, of a footing, uh, I discovered the world of what's known as affiliate marketing. And uh, ClickBank is, I, I'll let you, you know the data better than me, but probably the biggest player in the world of affiliate, other than like Amazon. Maybe. Sure. Yeah. 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 Like, but in terms of a, of, a, of a platform that aggregates offers, ClickBank's the big boy. Um, and they were, they were, 2008, I, I remember hearing about you early on. So you guys, ClickBank was around back then, right? Yeah. But not, yeah. not what it is now. Yeah, ClickBank's been around since 1990 or something. It's 22 years old, essentially. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So if you want to be the biggest, be one of the first. <laughs> <laughs> it helps. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so I thought it'd be really cool to have Thomas on uh, talk but really try to shine some light on this world of affiliate marketing, ClickBank in particular. Um, I think, you know, him and I met at an event. We met at an elite event of, it was called WebinarCon. It was about 100 people that between them had done a couple billion dollars in online sales. Um, you know, really high level. And, and I think that, that event, Thomas, to me, represents the world that we live in. That was kind of the pinnacle of that world, right? It's kind of almost like a cloistered little little fraternity. <laughs> and the reality is, uh, to the mainstream world, they might hear these terms, you know, ClickBank, they might have like seen a YouTube video about it and they affiliate marketing even. I'm not sure everybody totally, at least my experience, I talk to people who I would, who know a lot about business, who still don't really understand what it is that we do and what we're talking about all the time. And I keep defaulting to like, I just do internet marketing, so I don't fix yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> even internet marketing, they like, oh, so what, you're a blogger? I mean, which may be the case, but like there's just these very sort of peripheral levels of, at which they understand or, oh, you're a YouTuber, you're a blogger. And usually it's social media, right? That's their context. Like, oh, you're, what are you like trying to be an influencer? <laughs> and uh, so I just thought it'd be cool if we could like really geek out about what it is we do, but also try to speak to the broader audience that, that really has maybe no context. Yeah. Um, and, and just kind of riff on that and, and, really shine some light because I think what we do is really, really cool. And for me, at least it was completely life-changing, you know, paid off. Not that most people listening don't already know my story, but uh, you know, I, I was able to pay off almost half a million dollars in debt in less than two years oh, that's awesome. as, a, as a, as a piano player going through <laughs> a divorce, no, no gigs. I hurt my hand. I couldn't hardly play. Like there was nothing else in the world. I'm not good enough at sports. Like I wasn't going to go, you know, join the practice squad of an NFL team or something like what else can a guy do, you know, out of nowhere to, to create half a million dollars in, in 18 months and pay off this massive debt and avoid bankruptcy and rebuild his life. And 
Yeah, I mean, that's, that's why I get so passionate about the kind of stuff you do. And, and you do business development for ClickBank, which means you essentially are, I guess, to some degree, evangelizing this opportunity and this platform, right? <laughs> a bit, yeah. You know, they put me out there and let me do my thing and I bring business to them and help everyone make some more money and help customers get some products that will change their lives too. So it's pretty empowering. So, so yeah, let's, let's dig in, man. Uh, how did, and first of all, it's nice to see you again. It's been, uh, we, when we met at that event, it was what, four days before COVID lockdown? Yeah, I almost didn't go to it because it was like right at that cusp, like should you travel or not? All right, all right. Lots of been at, yeah. Well, I'm glad you went because I got to I got to meet you. <laughs> so let's um, let, let me ask you this: How do you like you? I think you kind of half jokingly said like people are like, "What do you do?" Like when you go home for Thanksgiving, yeah. like, like what is what is this? Is our son Thomas, he's he's in he's at ClickBank. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, "Well, what what'd you major in?" I don't, you know, like how do you explain it to people? Like, what is this world, and how do you share it with people that don't come from this world? Yeah, I try to drill it down to just like what is happening, right? Instead of like what it is. So basically, it's like if you're going to buy something online, how do you find that product? You might go read a blog review. You might go watch a YouTube video about it. You might okay. know what it is and just go buy it directly, right? Um, but there's a very good chance through one of those first two mediums or other ways, right? Maybe an email you get or something. You're going to click on a link and go find a product to buy that way and purchase it. And then the behind the scenes is that, an affiliate, either the blogger or the YouTuber, the person that sent you that email, is gonna be paid a commission for that purchase price or for that action you, you took. You mean, you mean to tell me that they're not just telling me about these products because of, of pure Good. benevolent goodwill? <laughs> Some might be and they're not, you know, they might be leaving a lot of money on the table, but. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, okay, so, so ClickBank would be the, the marketplace, essentially. Yeah, I, I kind of call it the middleman, right? Like yeah. ClickBank is there. ClickBank's an internet retailer, just like Amazon's an internet retailer, right? So ClickBank's the retailer of the product. We're actually handling the transaction that's going through um, from the customer, right? Um, and then, but we know who sent that traffic or that customer through, and we know who we wholesaled that product from. Right. And so based on that wholesaler who told us, hey, pay, 50% or 60% or whatever amount to the affiliate, we then split the money and let that money go to the affiliate and the wholesaler. We take our fee off the top and the customer gets their product and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. So, you know, Thomas, that all sounds very interesting, but, <laughs> but this whole internet marketing thing, I mean, it's, it's just a bunch of kind of like weirdos living in their mom's basement, right? Like this isn't big business, right? Uh. Sure. No, not at all. No, it's, uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm dispelling stereotypes with this, right? It, it's, it's fascinating to me how, like, we know how big it is. And people have this, this conception of it that it's like, almost like this thing that they can afford to ignore. And it's like, no, we're talking like hundreds of billions of dollars here. Like, why isn't this on your radar? Like, like we kind of chatted about before too. It's like, you know, Amazon is like the biggest affiliate platform without people even realizing it, right? There's the, you can be an Amazon affiliate. I mean, they just hamstrung a bunch of affiliates by lowering their commissions by like half or, you know, 80% or something. So I, it's not a great one anymore, but it's still the biggest. Um, but people don't even realize that a lot of the links they're clicking on around the web are being tracked, not just so people can retarget for ads or something like that, but so affiliates can get paid or so different entities can be paid for directing that traffic to a certain goal or endpoint. Yeah. yeah you and know, so I read, I read somewhere that affiliate marketing 
represents 23% of all transactions on the digital, uh, in the digital economy. And the digital economy now worldwide is a $3 trillion per yeah. year economy. So what's 23% <laughs> of $3 trillion? That's what, 69, no, $690 billion? Yeah, I believe it. Well, something to think about too, right? Like people look at affiliate marketing, some there's a negative connotation to it, right? That's like manipulative or something. But this type of model has happened since commerce was ever around, right? You gave someone a referral fee, right? You right, right. And any of that kind of thing, you're just paying someone for helping you acquire a customer, helping that customer get a product. It's like being a real estate agent. Yeah. <laughs> right. You're not buying the realtor's house. Right. Yeah, they're getting right. in for making that sale. Yeah. It's a very sales-driven business development business, right? You're going to pay someone for helping generate. Content. And there's and there's there's good affiliate marketing and there's bad affiliate marketing, just like there's good car sales and bad car sales and good insurance sales and bad insurance. You know, any any time you have a broker referring a third-party product to a buyer, it can be as good or bad as the quality of the broker. Exactly. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. I like that. Um, so you know, if nothing else, I hope people listening to this go wait. Did they say $690 billion a year? Like, I, there aren't that many other marketing channels or industries or, or niches or verticals or whatever you want to call it. There aren't that many that are that big. I mean, that's like a, that's like a pretty good-sized country. Right. No, it's, <laughs> it's a, yeah. That's like the GDP of like a, you know, a, a significant European country or something. We're talking <laughs> So, so yeah, I mean, I think, you know, and, and I use myself as an example, but, you know, again, because I'm the, I'm the example I know the best. I was $500,000 in debt and I had virtually no marketable skills for, for, you know, I didn't have the college. My college degree was in jazz piano. <laughs> and, and frankly, my personality was completely ill-suited to a corporate job. Like there was just nothing I was going to go do. And this world of affiliate marketing, which by the way, this was 2008, it wasn't nearly as big as it is now. It was just sitting there for me, right? Like, come, I will cure all your problems. Learn me, do me. Like, well, that sounds weird, but like, <laughs> you know, it was, just, it was just right there for the taking. And I, and I think to so many people, you know, I get hit up online all the time by like kids, you, you know, 16, 14. They see, I, I have some YouTube videos about like, should I go to college? And is it called, you know, what are the economics of a college degree and, and stuff like that. So I, it, that and a few other things I've produced have kind of gotten a little bit, some, some high schoolers and like, yeah. what can I do? What can I do? And I don't actually know. I mean, does ClickBank allow a 16 year old to sign up as a affiliate? They get um, the parents to sign I mean, up. You need a social security number, right? Tax ID, that kind of thing. So you're gonna have to generate some information for us to validate you're a human, right? So age can be a barrier in that sense, right? Right. Uh, but it's not a they big They get their parents to sign up and they still go do the work. They can create the, the blog post or the YouTube video or the, the, you know, they can pop into the Facebook group and deliver valuable content. And yeah, and that's, a, that's I mean, what you're kind of hitting at, right, is that affiliate marketing is a very low barrier entry for yes. a lot of people, no matter the platform, right? ClickBank's great, but if you want to be on Amazon or Shopify, right, there's a lot of places you can be an affiliate. Um, and the barrier to entry is low. Right, you just need to sign up for an account in most places, and then be able to generate traffic in some way. Right, right. And that's the rub being able to generate traffic and push it towards an offer and kind of make marry those two things successfully, um, which is easier said than done sometimes. But <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. You know, I think the the requirement is that you 
you know, I was actually talking to somebody about this earlier today uh, that I'm, I'm a partner with on a deal that she's creating. And she's actually doing coaching of people who are kind of trying to find their place online, trying to find their voice and their message and their business model and everything. And at the end of the day, it's like, you just have to have, you just have to be notable for some reason. And yeah. being notable could be as simple as, I'm, I got my dog to stop pissing on the living room carpet. <laughs> and, and I want to tell you what I did. Yeah. And I'm good at communicating about what I did. That could be notability. It could also be, I took a trip around the world uh, by, by leveraging rewards points on credit cards. By the way, that's big business, what I just said. Yeah, nerd wallet. Oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and I mean, it's, you know, it's just finding a thing, finding an offer, having something to say. And I think what's, what I, here's what I love about affiliate marketing, and, and I didn't know this at the time, I'm speaking with the benefit of the hindsight, is it, it pushes you to become, a, I would say, a better version of yourself. Because if you want to, it's kind of like going to a dating coach, and you're like, man, I got, I'm having a really hard time getting a date. And they're like, okay, well, we need to get you some new clothes. We need to cut your hair. We need to work on your game and your, 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 you know, your, your charm. And we're going to kind of whip you into a better version of yourself, right? And it's going to help you attract a person. Well, affiliate marketing, it's like, you know, and it doesn't have to mean being an influencer and, and having a photographer follow you around and, and going to the Amalfi Coast and taking pictures <laughs> on a jet ski. It can literally just be like, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write an article about my love of baking desserts, but I'm going to get good at that thing. Right. Yeah. Whatever traffic choice you choose, if it's organic blog traffic, like you're mentioning, right, or YouTube traffic, where you're the face of it more. But two, right, you can go be a Facebook advertiser. You can go just learn how to buy traffic somewhere, like a native ad platform or Google or Facebook, mm -hmm. and then just get good at that and be completely behind the scenes, Right. So it's like, there's a lot of ways to tap into it without having to be the face or if you want to lean into that side of yourself. It's, yeah, it's kind of right for the picking. So, so what would you say is your quote job description? Like, what do you do in this world? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, so um, it's murky because I do a lot, but basically I help new platinum partners come onto ClickBank, whether it's affiliate uh, seller, someone with an offer, or like a channel partnership. So I can help new business get established on ClickBank to help more orders go through the ClickBank order form um, for this short version of it. What that ends up me being doing, right? It's a lot of shaking hands, kissing babies, kind of just being out there in the space, networking, building rapport, being there for when people are ready to come on board to make that as frictionless as possible. Um, and really just kind of creating win-win-win scenarios for people. So like, if you know, David Gonzalez, right, he kind of calls himself yeah. a tactical networker. I've kind of stolen that term for myself a bit because it's kind of what you need to be able to do and point people in the right direction at the right time um, and kind of be able to fill in the gaps and critically think of who's going to be a good fit, who isn't a good fit, who do they need to know to be a good fit because they want to be mm -hmm. and just kind of helping everything line up for good business to happen. So... And again, as I'm, as I'm having these conversations, I mean, universally with my show, I'm always thinking about who's listening, right? right. I want to make sure this conversation serves people. And, and at least based on what I've observed from my own audience, that the body of people that are listening to this show and are listening to me in general are people who want to get more out of life by getting better at life for yeah. lack of a better way to say it. They want to either get more money by getting better at getting money or they want to get more 
health by getting better at getting health, right? So with the show, Millionaire Secrets, as it's called, I think a lot of people are like, want to, they want to get a million dollars. They want to become a millionaire by learning what successful people do, right? So you mentioned something that you do and, and without, you know, without asking you, you know, prying questions, I, I will say, because I know your role and I know the kind of people you work with and I know the, the revenue channels that you're plugged into dealing with the platinum relationships at ClickBank, is it safe to say you make a very, very good living doing what you do? Uh, yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I just, I know the, the, the ponds you swim in, right? Like it, it's, and so, it, but yeah, what's interesting about it is you don't, tangibly, you don't quote produce anything. Right. Yeah. Tangibly, you don't quote sell anything. Right. So what, 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 what do you, how would you describe is the value and the skills that you're bringing to the equation that are such a lucrative skill? Cause usually we associate making a lot of money with either selling something or creating something. That's a great question. Um, I haven't had it asked to be that way before, but in a way right, ClickBank pays me for the results I bring them. Right. So okay. there's a, there's a quote I've heard. I can't remember who made it right, but it's like the, in the gold rush, right? The miners didn't make the most money. It was right. Levi, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Levi, they sold. Yeah. They did. They originally sell picks and shovels, picks and shovels yeah. and they sell blue jeans and overalls. Right. Is the yeah. people in the, in the supply chain they are supplying the people who need it. Right. And that's, you want to kind of align yourself to be in that position. Luckily I've been able to kind of fall into that. Right. People want to make money online. They need a platform to do it on. They need a way to help that happen. I'm employed by ClickBank who offers what they need. And I, get to go out there and find those good fits for ClickBank and help them get on board and scaled. And then ClickBank pays me, right, a healthy salary and then a good commission for sales I bring on, which is right uncapped. So the more I can business I can bring to ClickBank, the more I can make. So um, you're, a ma you're a matchmaker. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Matchmaker, and, problem solver. Yeah, you're right. I'm, I'm kind of. And it's funny because I think back about high school not so much college because in college I was a music major and we were all kind of introverted and, <laughs> you know, we had different, different challenges. But in high school, I think about the different types of personalities. And there were people that I came from a real sort of academically rigorous environment where you said, well, what's that person good at? You would say they're good at people. <laughs> right. Yeah. But there wasn't really like a tangible thing no, like, a place for, or there wasn't like a an optimistic path like oh well, well clearly you should do this you know I think a lot of times people sort of quantitatively devalue themselves because they don't produce something tangible they don't have a specific they're just they're like just good at people oh my god no that yeah I uh, struggled with that a lot early on even through high school college right going into career right yeah you know, like, what do you want to do? It's like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I'll figure it out, right? And kind of fall into things. Um, but I learned about myself that I'm a pretty motivated person, right? I just mm -hmm. I don't like to be stagnant. I like to get better at whatever I'm doing um, and sink myself into knowledge and learning about whatever industry I'm in. But naturally, like, I think that people first, like, I like to, I'm a people pleaser, I'd say, right? And that has been a positive thing mostly it can be a negative thing if it's abused right right or do but the 
where I kind of fell into account management, kind of um, SEO position that I was in before ClickBank, right? So I had a lot of account management experience there. Um, I learned a lot from my dad, right? He was a, he, he's an entrepreneur. He owns a construction company in North Idaho doing high-end residential homes. And looking back at that, right, I learned a lot of sales and account management from him, but he would never call himself a good salesman, right? <laughs> he's just good with people and people trust right. him and builds rapport. And I think a lot of that rubbed off on me. And I, what I like about ClickBank is that I can point people in the right direction, whether or not it's ClickBank for them, right? And I can help align them what they need to succeed. And I just like hanging out with people. I call, my, I call myself more introverted, um, but I'm not like type A introverted, right? I get energy from people. I can like collaborate. I can get, you know, give energy back, but I'm not just going to like lead the party, so to say. But the... Yeah, that kind of person who can like help generate that and think critically about the holes that are happening and what needs to be plugged in, right? If you're solving problems for people, you can make money. That's the kind of short answer. Yeah, yeah. And, that's, and that's really the message I want people to hear is, you know, a lot of times people are like, well, I don't want to do sales. Right. I, I did not want to do sales, to be completely honest, right? Yeah. Like, like before, when I applied, I came into ClickBank as an account manager. So I was just managing platinum level accounts as a, in like the internet marketing, high ticket biz off space. And then for mm -hmm. the super affiliates. Um, and when the biz dev position opened up, I wasn't even sure if I wanted to apply for it. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to be salesy. Right. Right. And I've kind of realized that that's just that negative connotation of a salesperson, that stereotype. <laughs> but yeah, it's really just aligning solution with need and it's a very easy sales process right once you can kind of do those two things and have referrals coming in that could from people you trust and that they trust you so yeah you know i say i say a lot that uh, i i think sales is is honestly it's like the greatest game on earth because it's the only game i don't know if it's the only game but it's it's probably the biggest game where you can play as hard as you want and everyone wins yeah, right. I, that's why I say like a win-win-win solution, right? It's a win for the client, bring ClickBank. It's a win for ClickBank. It's a win for me, but it's a win for the end customer as well, right? It's actually purchasing that product that's been generated from those things coming together. And by the way, if nobody did it, nobody would ever get paid anything. Right. <laughs> um, our roads would crumble. Our hospitals would fall apart. Like um, it's all sales driven. But I like it because, you know, I'm always trying to, again, I, I kind of see myself as an evangelist for a set of skills and a way of being in the world that essentially solves what I think is the biggest problem the world has, which is a perceived lack of opportunity. Oh. If you removed the perception of opportunity lack from every person on earth, all crime would go away. <laughs> all I mean, literally all crime. I mean, to a, to, a, to a criminal type, all drug dealing would go away. Heck, all rape would go away. I mean, rape is a perceived lack of opportunity of a certain type. Like, everything goes away when you remove, I mean, that maybe was like a weird thing to say, but like, remove the perception of the lack of opportunity and just about everything in this world gets a whole lot better, right? Right, right. And so what I'm, what I'm always trying to get to people is that like, they're, it's right there. And for, you know, is I don't like sales. And it's like, sales is the greatest skill on earth, but there's more than one way to, to sell than to be like a smarmy guy right. in a David Mamet play or something. Like, well, Thomas, you do sales. And I yet, did. and yet, I and you, you sold me at WebinarCon 
<laughs> but you didn't you, you didn't sell me. You were just like, hey, listen, yeah. man, if you if there's anything I can do to help you grow your business, let me know. Right. Yeah. What's wrong? Why would somebody not want to say that to someone? I think people like, right, there's the call center mentality. We're going to get on the phone and cold call, you know, a list of leads, quote unquote, right? right. It is a sales position that's out there. Luckily, I haven't had to do that. I know like Devon, right? He was a car salesman for, what, I think twice. <laughs> he, <was telling> yeah. me. <laughs> he came back, but, um, but he wanted to learn sales chops, right? He wanted to kind of get that. Oh, sales amazing. But it's, there's so many people in this industry I've met who got their start and like door-to-door -door sales, like Amber Spears, right? She was a door-to-door -door salesperson in Scottsdale, just like hitting the boots on the ground, just door-to-door. -door. Friend of mine, Robbie, right? He was selling credit cards at Costco, right? Yeah. <laughs> and now they're, you know, super successful entrepreneurs making their own companies, right? And they've got that sales backbone and that, because they understand the psychology of it, which I think a lot of people miss out on in this space in general. Yeah, I mean, my, my first... Well, one of my first businesses I started that was frankly not successful, not hugely successful. It was only successful enough to not fail for four years. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, but that was four summers in a row that I would go to these college towns and sell this, this marketing promotional product, business to business, door to door in hundred degree weather in the summers in Oklahoma and Louisiana and Texas and Kansas talking to, you know, fairly gritty business owners. I mean, like guys that own Domino's pizza franchises and guys that owned bars and guys that owned little taco shops. And, you know, they, they had grease splattered all over them. And who's this sales guy walking in? I mean, it was, it was hard. That sounds awful. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was awful, but it was the best. Right. I mean, I'm sure you got a lot of hard knocks and learned a lot about. Yeah. And the, at the end of the day, when you sit down with your buddy and you're like, man, we just got our asses kicked for like 10 hours. Let's have a beer and celebrate, you know, like you just develop some, and, and it's not all like that. My point is sometimes it's like that. Sometimes it's like what you do. Yeah. But the, the, the world, I think a lot of times marginalizes people who don't have a clearly definable skill that can be like quantified and boxed in and tested. 100%. No, I'm, I'm like a plethora of soft skills, right? There's not like, yeah. a, um, you know, I've got a lot of knowledge around SEO and marketing and direct response and copyright, yada, yada, yada. I'm like, very like, a, you're like the T-shaped marketer, right? Mm -hmm. Deep at one thing, wide at a lot. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and you just kind of rattled off a few things. Right. Um, that's, that's the other thing I'd like to touch on because you're not just good at people. You have what I often propose to people is the other most valuable skill set in the current world, which is digital marketing. <laughs> right. If you're good with people and you're good at digital marketing, just yeah. apply those two, apply those two aptitudes for five or 10 years and you'll be a millionaire. Yeah. If you want the millionaire secret, you heard it here with Jeff and Thomas, <laughs> get good with people and get good at digital marketing and figure out a way to, a way to apply those to the marketplace. Do it for five or 10 years. You're set for life. Cause I, I mean, I, you know a lot of people that know digital marketing really well they don't know people they don't yeah. there right and they struggle they struggle yeah they're the se they're the quintessential seo guy who's yeah. going to other people's websites ranting about how they could do it better right but they yeah. don't have any clients yeah yeah right or they or they don't have any people sending them traffic they don't have any affiliates doing it right because they're not getting their boots on the ground and you know making deals happen they're yeah yeah so so how'd you get into digital marketing? <laughs> I mean, it's an unsexy story. I uh, started with a 
business major in college, got really bored of that, moved to creative writing, got my degree there. Um, didn't know what the hell I was going to do with that. Yeah, that's, <laughs> almost, that's almost as asinine as a jazz piano degree. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like, okay. Um, found a SEO firm here in Boise, Page One Power, um, and they were doing link building mm-hmm. and they're hiring college level writers. And so I applied there, uh, took twice embarrassingly, but I got hired there. And was making minimum wage, writing guest blogs as a fake person on the internet, getting backlinks to clients' websites. Right. <laughs> right. And that's where I learned about how Google works, right? And SEO and a bit about affiliate marketing, but not too much. Um, yeah. And kind of worked my way up there and kind of got to a point where I was running, you know, a third or half of the company's revenue as a project manager, account manager there, a team under me, and then kind of ascended out into ClickBank. Yeah. So the other thing I I hope people hear in that story is like, man, that sounds like a really crappy job. (laughs) Only was it? No, it was a lot of fun. It was a, or was it teaching you exactly what you needed to know to be equipped to be dangerous when you moved into doing what you're doing? Because one thing I know from our, our initial conversation is if you were the biz dev guy from ClickBank and you came up and started talking to me and I could tell you didn't really know much about digital marketing. I, I wouldn't, it wouldn't matter who you were or where you worked. Don't waste my time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. so again, you know, people skills, digital marketing skills, whatever, you know, whatever you got to do, whatever shit sandwich you got to eat. Yeah. No, it's like, get I, those I, two I, skills. Just eat it. Just do it. And f- a few years from now, you'll you'll write your ticket. Right. Well, that's what I saw too. It's like, I got into this place, not really knowing what SEO was and I was writing, you know, these articles as fake people and like, it felt kind of sleazy. Um, but you know, I got to love the process of figuring out, well, how do I get more blogs posted? How do I get right. more in an article? How do I, right. You kind of gamify it. Um, and it's, I learned man, I worked myself into a manager, learning those skills to manage people and how to manage clients from the account management side and I'll like work with that relationship. And it's all these soft skills, quote unquote, but they add up to a robust, you know, skill set. I mean, I can get on the phone with any person in a company, right, and talk to a, sometimes a high level, but understand what their problems are, where their pain points are, what needs to happen to solve them, whether it's a CTO or the CMO, right, or the affiliate manager down on the rung kind of thing, and figure out where, what needs to happen when for their business. And I wouldn't be able to do that without the shitty starting job. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so... So to kind of go back to affiliate marketing, you explain it. I like your explanation of it based on like, this is what's happening, right? This is what it, what, what it does. Um, if our goal for this show, and I've, there's a few things I hope we've communicated to people, but if our goal was to get people to go, okay, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to treat this seriously. I'm going to look at this as an option for my life because here's what I know. I know from personal experience, I know from, I mean, I run thousands of ads and I know from all the clicks I get and I know all the opt-ins I get and I know all the outreach we get. And I know people want alternative options in life. They want side hustles. They want part-time incomes. They want nights and weekends gigs that they can do without having to go pick up shifts at a Waffle House. Or, you know, they want stuff to do to bring in extra money, especially in the, the post-COVID crazy uncertain world, right? So if our, if our goal here was to get people to go, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take 
you know, the cotton out of my ears and I'm going to get into this affiliate marketing thing. Is there anything else you would share with them to, to sort of legitimize it mm-hmm. and make it like, it's not this weird fringe thing that, that a few people. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, for some context, right. I've worked with people who were hustling to make a buck online because they wanted to figure it out. Um, and I've seen them go to multimillionaires. Right. And it's like, and I've seen the other, side two where it's like the person that's just hustling, 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 and just doesn't crack through mm-hmm. because that's a reality, you know? Um, and I've, you know, there's certain types of people you can, I've been able to get a sense of like who that's going to be when I chat with them and who's got the hustle the right way, the right mindset to make it happen. Okay. Well, as far as like legitimacy goes, right. I mean, Look at it, Jeff Bezos, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, he's the biggest affiliate network in the world, and he's also the richest guy in the world, right? But I think it's I think it's understanding what you like doing and what you want to do, because there's a way to make money with whatever that might be. If right, like I think when people you can be an affiliate and drive traffic to people's offers and get paid commission for it, you can own an offer um, and kind of have that try to have that happen to you a lot of the best businesses do both or they're having affiliates send front, you know, customer acquisition. They're having people send customers to them. They're going to pay affiliate a lot of money to do that. They're going to go monetize that customer with other offers that they own or affiliate offers. And that's where they get the real profit. Um, but any business is doing this to some capacity, whether or not it's internet marketing or not. Right. If Les Schwab, right. Someone gives you a free tire because you send a customer to them. That's a version of affiliate marketing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and by the way, Les Schwab is probably putting when you buy something from them, they're probably putting your email on a list. Yeah. You know, every time you go to the store and they ask you for your email address so you they can pull check your rewards credit <laughs> balance or something. BS. They've got you on a list and yeah. they're going to send you prom- promotional offers yeah. that are all affiliate links. But I think what we're seeing right now too, right? E-commerce in this right as this is being recorded, it's COVID. Yeah, middle of all this, e-commerce is blowing up. What is mm-hmm. what trillion dollar mark is Amazon just reached in their market cap? And like, you know, ClickBank, our growth has just been insane this year, right? Yeah, it's like it's e-commerce in general is way up, and it's because buyer behavior has changed, and that's going to stick around for decades, right? Yeah, yeah. we've never bought online before, have been forced to do it, and now it's going to be a default for them instead of a maybe kind of thing, right? Yeah. So you mentioned, um, and yes, actually, I want to let that really sink in and, and ring in the air that like the world has changed. Whether you're hearing this in 2020 or you're hearing this in 2024, we're here in the summer of 2020 declaring the world just changed. Yeah. And if you weren't into this stuff before, it's definitely time to be into it now. Um, I am very, very interested in your observation that you mentioned just a moment ago about you've developed kind of a, a radar for who, what type of hustle is likely going to produce results for someone in this industry. I am, I mean, as, a, as somebody who, who promotes and, and teaches and sells the opportunity of what we do and training on how to do it, I really want to know <laughs> what's the X factor. Yeah, for me, it's taking the money out of it. And if the money is a gauge of success, not the need for success, that's a big part of it. But I've, I've found that the people that really make it happen are the people that are kind of what you talked about at the beginning, right? The personal development, they're getting better to better themselves. 
Yeah. Make more money, be healthier. I mean, all that stuff aligns. If you're going to make more money, you're likely going to get healthier. And the other way kind of works too. Um, and it's those people that are kind of constantly showing up and taking on the responsibility for their success on themselves, right? Like there's a lot of people like, oh, Facebook ads don't work. I tried that. Instagram doesn't work. I tried that. Blogging doesn't work. I tried that. Right? It's like, all that works. <laughs> it's like, what's the, what's the common denominator in that situation? It's you, right? <laughs> right. And it's not that you don't, you're not doing the work consistently to make it work. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, there's some guys in this space we can name drop if we want to, right. Who took years and years and years and years to become that overnight success. And they believed it right yourself. Yeah. I know one guy. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's, yeah, I was, I actually made a, I don't remember if I actually posted it or not. I wrote a tweet this morning and then I don't think I actually posted it because I didn't like exactly how it was worded, but basically <laughs> it was like, well, you know, I keep falling. So screw, screw this whole walking thing. I'm just going to crawl. <laughs> no baby ever. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, what walking is just a series of controlled falls, right? It's- yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and no, you're right. And, and it is interesting. You know, my, my company Entra, not, not to self-promote, but my company Entra, we, we jokingly call ourselves the, actually, frankly, it's not a joke, <laughs> the cult of excellence. Right. That's yeah. literally all we're about is if you're good enough, the money part's easy. Yeah. If you're, in fact, if you're good enough, everything in life is easy. Yeah. And, it, and, and so I, I, I approach online business completely from the inside out as a personal growth project. No, I get, I get super excited about what I'm about to learn, right? Like, I mean, I've taken up golf in the last two years and I suck at it, but I love getting better at it yeah. <laughs> you know? like, and putting in the work to get better and to figure out what's wrong and what you need to work on next, right? And it's like, yeah, you start to see results and you get that power curve of learning and it's a lot of fun. You can apply that to anything. If you get excited about the process, the results are going to happen. So those are the people you see being successful in our industry are the people who actually aren't defining their success entirely by the result. Yeah. Cause that's where you get super demotivated. Yeah. I just spent 50 bucks on Facebook ads. I didn't get a sale. This doesn't work. Nah. Right. Not, Oh, I've spent 50 bucks on Facebook ads. I got 10 clicks. Is that good? No, that's not very good. I should get more. Okay. How do I get more clicks? Okay. Now I'm going to go right. learn get headlines and right you start to refine and improve that process and build that skill set up which will have exponential growth down the road yeah i mean i'll I'll share this so so with my business entra when i first conceived and i've been doing this for almost 10 years at the time i was pretty good i'd had a lot of results but it's still so hard to do it really well that when I first started, I said, you know what? I'm not even going to try to make money for like the first year. And all I did was put content out. I exhausted myself. I put out like 200 videos in the first nine months and paid money to boost them to, to warm up audiences and create retargetable lists and warm up my pixel and all that stuff. I never pitched a product. I didn't even have a call to action to buy anything. It was just like at most it would be like, Hey, follow my page. If you like my stuff. Right. Spent 25 grand just boosting content for nine months. And then, now at that point, I had a a little bit of a warmer audience. Then I spent almost a year just promoting just enough to that audience to like keep the lights on and not have my wife leave me for like, why are you spending money with nothing to show for it? 
But even then it was just testing and tweaking and optimizing and refining the offer and swapping the headline and split testing background colors and right. everything you can imagine until it was finally this February. I mean, it was, it was the month before we met. Gotcha. Yeah. When yeah. I was like, we're ready. <laughs> Let's turn this up. And we've grown 800% in four months. Oh, that's awesome. Congrats. Yeah. Yeah. What I mean, the thing is it was, I, I knew, I knew it would work because I know to trust the process. Yeah. And you'll trust the process if you find joy in the process. Right, yeah. You'll drive yourself nuts if you get no joy until you supposedly, you know, get rich or get the, hit the jackpot or whatever. Whatever, right? Yeah, if, you're, if your goal is to lose 30 pounds and that's the only, only thing you're tracking, you're gonna be super demotivated until you hit that, you probably won't. But if you know that if I, go yeah. to the, if I eat, you know, 2,500 calories instead of 3,000, right? You're gonna get there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well said, well said. Um, well, cool, man. I, I will, I will admit, I, you know, I, I know a fair amount about affiliate marketing and I know a fair amount about ClickBank, but I feel like I know it better now. <laughs> and if I feel that way, I have to think that a few other people will too. So I, uh, I really appreciate you coming on and, and hopefully we've, we've done a thorough job of like demystifying and, and even destigmatizing. <laughs> this world that we inhabit that I, I'm personally very proud to be a, a, a chart, not a charter member of, but I mean, ClickBank's been around since 19, what do you say? 1999, 98. Yeah. It's 22 years old. I'm again, a creative writing major. Now. So I came on in 2008. So by no means am I a founding member of the world, but I feel like I was a rel relatively early adopter and certainly I was an early uh, salvation story. <laughs> but uh, I'm really proud of what we do in this world. And I hope that we can inspire and entice a lot of people to, to look at it more seriously as an option for their lives. And uh, I also love unexpectedly the, the way we sort of fleshed out the, the value of these soft skills, you know, that have. I think that's an important thing to understand is like the knowledge you have and what you can bring to a person is just as valuable as being able to do X, Y, or Z thing. Um, I just wanted to kind of to touch on the career growth of an affiliate that I often see. Right. Yeah, please. That'd be great. Because it's very common, right, that someone gets into affiliate marketing because, like we already discussed, it's a low barrier to entry, right? You can just start figuring out a traffic source, putting traffic to offer, um, and getting paid for it, ideally, because um, you're generating results. What I often see is that people get good at that and they'll get good at one niche or one offer. They'll expand to be able to promote different types of offers in that niche or even different types of offers across any niche. When they get to that point, they have a much better understanding of buyer psychology and just being able to put good offer to the right audience versus mm -hmm. shoehorn into one niche. Once you get to that point, usually it's a matter of big scale, right? It's what's going to get me the best results for my time and start scaling up to a degree of, you know, wealth generation almost. Typically what happens at that point, I go, Hmm, okay. I'm generating a lot of money, but I don't have a ton of assets, right? And then you'll, take, you'll see that affiliate turn into a product creator more often than not, right? They're like, okay, well, how can I create an asset? I need a product, so I'll collect the email, I'll collect the customer, right. I'll build a brand, right? And so that offer then becomes a business or a brand in a lot of cases. And now if someone might get stuck, the stuck might not be a bad term, they might be very successful at one of those stages. You see this affiliate to offer creator, to brand, to growth, right? And it's like this very can be a long-term progress, but it's a very natural thing for people to follow suit 
or they'll dovetail off at some point and they'll be like, Hey, I'm really good at this thing. I'll make an agency. I'll do consulting. I'll do right. So it opens up a lot of doors. You develop these hard skills and soft skills through that career growth. So for the record, we did not rehearse this ahead of time, <laughs> but you literally just beautifully articulated my career journey. People are like Jeff, wait, what do you do? How'd you, what's your stick, your stick? How'd you get where you are? Yeah. I did four and a half years as an affiliate marketer. I paid off my debt and I kept going. Then I pivoted into agency, like you said, because I go, hey, I'm good at getting visibility online and there's tens of millions of businesses that suck at it. So let me sell them a service. And then three years ago, I started baby steps toward iterating into an offer. And, right. and then ultimately now from that offer, building a brand. And now I'm grateful to report that at least in some circles, Jeff Lerner actually means something, just, just the name. Not, not how much money is he generated promoting this offer or not. Um, well, what's it, just, just the brand itself takes on a life of its own on the back of all this stuff. And, and I think that's important because so many people, especially young people right now, they're rightly obsessed with influence. Yeah. They're horribly misguided about the tactics. <laughs> you don't just go shout. Yeah. And expect people to listen, Right. These are the skills, and, and I, do, I do agree, affiliate marketing, of, of, of all the skills, affiliate marketing is probably the one that is most the gateway yeah, yeah. into the whole world of, of digital marketing. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to create a product, which you know, it takes a lot of time, and an off, getting an offer off the ground is not an easy task, right? And if you've been selling offers for a few years as an affiliate, you can kind of know what needs to happen to make it work you start to understand the, the economy of it and everything like that which is a whole other thing but yeah. and by the way sometimes you can go straight from affiliate to brand and i will hold up as an example my friend jason who runs the millionaire millionaire mentor instagram channel hmm. who i'm actually he's going to be on the show uh, i think next month i think it's first week of august who he has one instagram profile no and made $7 million in a year with affiliate marketing on his oh. Instagram profile <laughs> where now he's a, he's, he's basically a celebrity brand and he gets asked to be on the board and do, you know, venture capital stuff with new startup companies just purely because of his profile. Right. Yeah. As, and his brand that he's built on the back of affiliate marketing. It's, it's a very, very powerful portal into a whole world of opportunity. So yeah. Yeah. Hopefully we've got a few people convinced and, uh, and hopefully they'll all flock right to ClickBank. <laughs> well, no, no, not, but it's a good place to be if so. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Cool. Um, so Thomas, I really appreciate your time. I've enjoyed uh, reconnecting from, from WebinarCon. What, uh, where, where should the world go find you if they want to get into your world and learn more about all this stuff? Yeah. So I've got my own site, thomasjmcmahon.com. Um, I assume it'll be in show notes and stuff. Yeah. Like we'll that. put a link on it. You don't have to spell McMahon or last name like Ed McMahon but um, yeah where I'll be blogging and kind of writing about kind of things my all my social profiles are there too and obviously clickbank.com um, is a great resource to go to there's a great blog there as well to kind of learn more about the space and the platform and clickbank university it's got some yeah, great training is a great product um, if you're wanting to kind of invest in leveraging clickbank to a bigger degree and a little plug um, there's a great weekly kind of webinar clickbank does which kind of highlights top offers and launches and things coming on the platform um, which is moneycall.clickbank.com. Money call? Yeah, moneycall.clickbank.com. And the money call, yeah, it's a weekly show that we do and we kind of highlight new offers, new launches, um, or either established ones that are doing new contests and things like that. The reason why I suggest it is if you're at all interested in 
affiliate marketing, or if you are already in it and want to know what people are doing, it's kind of a weekly update in an email sequence too of like, hey, here's the top offers, here's new offers. You can kind of get, keep a pulse on what's happening, right? Oh. Even if you never log into the call, you'll have an email log every week of like things you can go back to and refer back to if you need to do that. So it's almost like a swipe file for yourself if you need to. Very cool, very cool. Um, yeah, I actually need, I need to check that out. I've been negligent. Um, cool, man. Well, thanks again for being on, uh, being on Millionaire Secrets. Very exciting, uh, this world that, that you are a great ambassador for. And um, yeah, I, I just appreciate it, man. It's great to see you. Jeff, love the human entrepreneur and everything. So yeah, stuff to be on. Yeah, thank you, man. You just finished this episode of the Millionaire Secrets Podcast. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please like and share this episode and do leave us a review. Let us know how we impacted you today. Your next step toward creating your awesome life is to join me and thousands of others in the Entra Nation community where you'll receive free training, networking with other awesome life seekers, access to live events, discounts, merchandise, and other awesome perks. Head over to www.entranation.com. That is www www.entrenation.com and join us today. And of course, do please follow me on social media. I can be found on all the major social networks at Jeff Lerner Official. Thank you again for listening and please go be awesome.